0: Welcome to Interviews by the Smart Chiropractor. This show is where Dr. Jason Deitch and myself, Jeff Langmaid, give you a front row seat to our conversations with the current influencers, future leaders, and fantastic people involved in our profession. Hey, smart chiropractors, and welcome to the Smart Chiropractor Show. This is your featured guest segment where each and every week we take the opportunity to talk to really cool people doing really cool things in and around the chiropractic space. And I am fortunate to today have a conversation with an old friend of mine, I guess I can say at this point, John Morrison, co-founder of Clinic Sites. John, thanks for chatting with me today.
1: Great to be here, Jeff. Thank you so much and a pr- privilege to get a
0: chance to be on the show. Well, my pleasure. And so many docs out there, I'm going to kick it right off. So many docs have a website. Maybe they have a website company, but I don't really know what they're paying for or what their website's supposed to do for them, I guess you could say. So I want to pick it up right there and ask you, For the docs out there listening, they have a website, they're interested in even making it work better, convert better, what should they be looking for in a website company that you've discovered of years and decades in the business that would help them achieve their goals at a higher level? Yeah,
1: that's a great question. So I think about websites a lot, especially in the clinical space. And one of the things that uh, I wanna correct at first is just when people think that websites are only about your marketing. And I mean, marketing is important. But when it comes to what a website's use is, I think about things like, yeah, getting in new patients is super important. Who wouldn't want more new patients? But we're also so time poor these days that it, it would be nice if your website could save you a bit of time. And the way that we could do that is to answer some questions that people have, uh, maybe some directions that people need about getting to your place, common questions about you know maybe your insurance questions about um i don't know, just i mean ask your administrator or even just think about like what what are the common questions that i get asked all the time and and then answer them on your website because that will save you a ton of time maybe there's things that you just find yourselves saying all the time like exercises that you give uh throw a camera in front of you on a mat and just do those exercises so instead of saying it every single day you can record it and then point people to your website so who wouldn't like to save time so marketing is important but saving time is huge the other thing that I, I think websites can do is to add value to your practice uh, I think that when somebody's going to buy your practice one day they're going to look at your website as one of the first things to determine what is this website like and yes I mean they'll you'll come up with the numbers and a professional broker will give you what your you know what your practice is worth based on how many patients you have and your activation they'll look at everything but That emotional buy is going to come from the first impression your website gets. So I think, I mean, I don't have the data to prove this because websites, I mean, sorry, uh, my clients aren't selling a lot of their practices yet. But I think a good website could add like $20,000 to a sale. Just a number I'm just picking. But it's it's all emotional and it's all based on that first impression. Okay, so that's what a website should do. And then um, a website should also replace your business card budget. So I don't know how much you spend on business cards, but people aren't passing them around anymore. I mean, they didn't before COVID much, and now they're definitely not uh, since COVID. And so one of the things that uh, websites should do is convert your referrals. Yeah. Uh, so it's not just about your, you know, bringing in new patients that are totally cold. But like even when a client or sorry, a, a patient has an amazing experience, maybe in the past they would have told to you a business card or you would have met somebody. Now they just uh, send people to the website. Uh, we have one client who moved into a new area of his town, was meeting a neighbor while watering the, the garden. So they were talking over the fence and he found out he's a chiropractor. And the guy said, you know, in the past, he might have said, hey, give me your business card. I'll look, I'll, I'll give you a call. Instead, guess what he said, Jeff, what's your website? So he went and looked at his website and came back and said, I'd like to be your, uh, or I'd, I'd like you to be my chiropractor. So imagine if he had a bad website and he, <laughs> and he didn't come back and say, like I went to your website and I think you got some work to do and that would have been an awkward neighbor relationship you know but because now they work together it was because a website converted him so those are the four things get new patients yes a website should do that save you time increase the value of your practice and convert your referrals that's what I'm all about that's what I love to do to help chiropractors with those
0: four things I love it. I always tell the joke that I'm the only guy on planet Earth that cruises chiropractic websites for fun, but maybe you might be the second guy on planet Earth here.
1: Um, I don't do it for fun. It, it literally makes me cringe, um, sadly. I mean, that's that's when, I, when I'm wondering, like, what am I here on Earth to do? Like, what's my purpose? I go to chiropractic websites and I realize, holy cow, I've got a lot of work to do before they can put me in the ground, you know, so... <laughs>
0: There's I a lot There's a lot of challenged websites out there. There's no question about it. One thing that you yeah. mentioned that I would love to dive deeper into is the empathetic connection. You said the emotional connection, the positioning, if you will, defining who you are as a provider. And I know you've been deeply involved in the story brand field for a significant amount of time. And that's an aspect of what you bring in to the websites that you create at a certain level. And I love that. For docs that are unfamiliar with story branding, what is it? And then the second part of that would be how do you think about that in terms of installing it into a
1: website well i think the story branding part is really just a label for what we know should be the case and this is what i think was eye-opening to me over the years is that you know i'd be talking to a chiropractor and i'm like tell me what your philosophy goes well i'm we do we do patient-centric care And I'm like, really? Because I went on your website and it's all about you. I thought you would give doctor-centric care (laughs) because your website is all about you're the center and all that you do. And it's not really about your patients at all. Uh, And so there was a breakdown to me in that most uh, patient-centric docs were doing doctor-centric marketing. And so StoryBrand became very appealing amongst those who already had that in their philosophy. right? Like They do care about patients. They love patients, but... When it comes to their marketing, they get uncomfortable. They don't really know what to say. And so that cursor's blinking at them saying, you have no idea what to say here, right? Even when you work with a chiropractic company, like marketing company, they're going to ask for some information. If you don't have a framework, then you're just going to do what most of us do when we get uncomfortable. We talk about ourselves, right? And that's, we do that at parties. We do that at events. And we do that when we're public speaking. We just, that's what we know best. So we go to what we're comfortable with. We do that on dates, too. Like, we just talk about ourselves. But it's not effective in communication. People want you to connect with them and to get into their story. And so that's why StoryBrand was so popular amongst those who have the deep philosophical beliefs that patients should be at the center of our practices. So it shouldn't be the different on your website then. And so all we, do, all StoryBrand is doing is flipping around the focus from this is who I am. I'm the doctor. This is why I'm important to uh, you're the patient. These are your goals. This is the, your idea of your happily ever after based on you being the hero of your story. Here's how we can be a part of that. So here's some of the benefits of working with us. Here's some of the w- reasons why you can trust us. And here's some of the outcomes that you can expect. It's really on flipping that. So we don't talk necessarily about the services or the tools that you offer as much as we talk about the benefits and the outcomes. And that's, that's why Story Run, I think, has been so largely effective is because it just... It's realigned people to say, oh, yeah, I really should be talking to my patients in my marketing and not just talking about myself. So it's just a framework to help you do that
0: benefits over features. That is always something very important to re- be reminded of. I think all of us as uh, people out there in the community, if you're a chiropractor, if you are a business owner, it's about those connections. It's about getting your message out there and really putting your client, your patient, whoever it might be at the heart of that story, critically important. John, I wanna trace it back to a little bit of origin story right now. How'd you get involved in all this to begin with? You have clearly, you have deep product knowledge, you have great insight. How did this all start for you?
1: Uh, well, I mean, I love I love people. It's always been um, it's always been something that's been important to me and helping people grow and empowering them to to, you know, to to grow their their businesses or their their practices. I think it just came with chiropractors. Uh, the actual the way back story is that when I first got certified as a three brand guide it was the same month that Mark Zuckerberg was announcing that he was going to start promoting groups, so social media was going to become social again. And I realized that there was no Facebook group for, um, for story brand people. So this is back in 2017. And uh, so I just started a group called, Hey, learn how to story brand your business. Well, there was a chiropractor in uh, Colorado. He, um, he saw that what I was doing and I was helping people, I wasn't charging anything for it. He invited me to his mastermind group and said, Hey, would you mind being a part? Uh, do the same, same things you're doing with this group, this Facebook group, do it online with these chiropractor friends of mine. And uh, so I said, sure, I'll show up. So I literally walked into a Zoom room and uh, there was 10 heads there. And one guy's name was Bobby, one guy was Kevin, one guy was Josh and Andrew in there. And uh, and I just started sharing stuff about them and they brought up all their websites. I was like, oh guys, like that doesn't make any sense or that's not good. And literally Jeff, like I walked away and the the call went long. I was late for dinner. And my wife's like, how'd it go? Like, that went, that went for a while. I said, I think I just pissed off a bunch of American chiropractors. <laughs> and then literally I said this line, it's been immortalized in our family. In fact, we should put it above our dinner table. It's like, it's okay. We'll never see them again. Let's eat. <laughs> <laughs> but then the next day, I realized that this Kevin Christie guy had a, a podcast, uh, and so did this guy named Bobby, and so did Josh. And they all invited me to be a guest in their podcast. And then a couple of clients came in because of that and I was just doing the story brand, and then I realized that websites is so important. Uh, so then I just kind of focused on the website part. While I was doing that, my brother uh, was, uh, he had built um, a website platform from scratch for nonprofits. So he had grown it to a thousand nonprofits and then he sold it to uh, a company but kept the rights to the corporate side of it. So then I got to keep the corporate side because he's like, I'm tied up with this company for five years or so. I, Do you want this? So then I got to uh, apply StoryBrand and this really easy to use website platform that was designed for like Aunt Betty, who's leading a nonprofit, right, or a church secretary or something who who has high needs but low abilities. And I thought those are a lot of like the chiropractors I work with. They're not great with marketing, and they you know they but they want to have control over their stuff. So then I said, let's apply the StoryBrand principles with chiropractors with the website, and then that's how um, that kind of came about. But then. Um, just to share a little bit more, I was speaking at an event in St. Louis for the FTCA group, and I re- ran into my friends from Jane, who I had grown up with. Um, there, there's a lot of the story there, but uh, we were good friends at one point. Uh, I was best man at one of their weddings, and uh, and then what we had, you know, time and distance and and all that uh, with kids and stuff. But we reconnected there and said we should be working together. Like Jane app and clinic sites could really be working well. So we figured out integration and then I was really bought in for life. So if I was kind of moonlighting with chiropractors at one point, once you name your company clinic sites, um, that's when I realized, like, I, I have to go all in on helping clinic owners win by giving them great websites. So then all of a sudden, you know, I'm researching on like ADA compliance stuff and all sorts of stuff that, I, you know, but it's all my, my heart is always to help people grow their business and win. And, and right now my focus is clinic, clinic owners. Yeah, I think you're doing a great job doing that. And a question that I have
0: off of what you mentioned is the technical limitations. So many docs that you and I, we geek out in the technology space. It's what we do for our careers. We we get deep into that stuff. So many docs out there are caregivers by nature. They wanna provide Mm -hmm. care and have as little encumbrance around that as possible. That's what they love to do. It's how they make their living. And sometimes technology can be super intimidating. How do you approach clinic sites as the business owner in a way that enables the chiropractor in your client to be able to manage things and not be like super stressed out and super, you know, techn- mm-hmm. technologically uh, beaten down <laughs> as some of us yeah. have been with with tech and tech projects in the past? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, hopefully we don't have too much of a time constraint because, you know, I love just chatting about this, but my heart is to help people win with tools. So they should be able to manage their own website. I think the thing that frustrates me the most is if you look at your own website, like you paid for this website, you're looking at it and your name is misspelled or or your wife's name is misspelled or your assistant's name is misspelled or something's something's amiss there. Maybe you want to add a blog, you've written all this stuff and you can't do it. Like that's incredibly frustrating to me because like how how debilitating is it or de, you know just like unempowering it is it to not be able to make a change on your website. So it's like There's a lowercase g there all i need to do is make it an uppercase g and i have no idea how to do it so instead i have to email the place and it's maybe it's the weekend so they're not going to get back to me until even tuesday and then maybe some places even bill you for it like oh we capitalized the g so you know here's a hundred dollars that you owe us now it's like everybody the tools are there now like the technology is there that we should be able to just go into our websites and quickly make changes and that's the thing that um fires me up. However, both of you and I know that even though some people can do it, they still don't do it. And so the next thing I realized is that we need to have outstanding human technical support so that when you have an issue, you need to get a human there, not just to be referred to a chatbot or, or, you know, someone that doesn't speak English or whatever, your own native language. It needs to be as simple as possible because the truth is that you don't have to do everything as a clinic owner, right? Like you're great at serving people, you're good at taking care of them. You don't have to be an expert HTML coder and all that. You just have to have the, a tool that allows you to do it. So there's no coding involved on our platform. It's literally just like if you can run, if you can manage a Facebook profile, then you can manage your own website. And that to me is the heart of what Clinic Sites is all about. It's, it's about giving power to people to be able to manage their website because it's a, I think it's a life skill these days. If you want to own a business and chiropractors are business owners, we all know that. I think that managing a website is a life skill that you have to know. It's just part of like understanding your taxes and understanding your HR issues, understanding marketing in your website, I think is is a part of it.
0: I think that is a great, uh, great answer and and a great great practical advice for all the docs listening and watching is there's certain things that you can delegate. And while you don't need to build your website from scratch, John software will help make that easy. There are some core tenants when you have the right tools available that can really empower you to do a lot more and really be a little bit more creative, be a little bit more engaging, do things on your own that enable you to be more nimble as a practice and as a provider. And that is, so, so important for all of us. One thing I would be remiss to if I didn't ask you this is so many docs, when they hear website, they immediately think Google and SEO. Mm-hmm. What are maybe a either, I'll, I'll let you choose. You can either go to a misnomer or two around Google and SEO or a tip or two every doc listening and watching should know right. around Google and SEO.
1: Well, maybe I can do both. We'll see. Uh, I think the misnomer is that it's this complicated uh, thing that you have to like, you know, jam in uh, keywords into places that completely wreck your whole website. Right. So if you just put chiropractor in your city over and over enough times, then maybe you'll get to the top of Google. And maybe there was a time when that was the case. But obviously, Google's gotten a little smarter. And so I think, Jeff, the my theory, my working theory is that if you want to figure out Google, you've got to figure out what Google wants. And I think what Google wants is to provide an amazing experience to those who are searching, because Google knows that if you know if people have a question and they go to Google, and if Google can't supply the an answer that's trustworthy, then uh, Google's in trouble. They're going to go to Bing, they're going to go to Yahoo, or whatever's coming up next, right? Uh, and so Google has to stay at top of the game by always finding out what is the best content that I can provide this person who's asking this question. So sometimes it's like a universal question and and geography doesn't matter. But sometimes the question is uh, geographical specific, like, let me find uh, who's the best chiropractor near me. So Google has, you know, they've learned a few things like checking out the reviews, checking out how long people are spending on a page. Do they, uh, is the page, does it load fast? If somebody clicks on a link and it just is a white screen, we know Google has the stats that says people are going to bounce off of it. So if they bounce and they go somewhere else and Google said, well, we, we sent the people to this one place at one time and then they left before they even saw any content. We're not going to show them first again because it, it weakens the Google product. So when you figure out that Google's end game is to provide people with the best possible experience, then all of a sudden you realize I can do that. And how do I do that? I have a clean looking website. It uh, it has a message that keeps people engaged. It has videos that are also Engaging. Uh, I people click around, right? It means they're they're reading stuff and they're engaging with it. So I got to have a website that that actually speaks to people. And so the the web is the sorry the web content is good. The web design is important. And of course, like some of the things like speed and stuff are good too. Um, so there's just a few things. The, the The mystery is I have to do all these things that only these like you know gurus of SEO understand. But the gurus of SEO are all saying. Just provide content that provides a great experience for people, that scratches where they're itching, because that's what Google wants. And of course, here's one thing. It has nothing to do with my platform, but everyone would say, and and I've seen you talking about this, and I applaud you on it, Jeff. I've even pointed people to a lot of your blogs. Google My Business is so important. Why is that important? Because Google, like, of course Google's going to want to put people into Google My Business. Their name is right in there, right? So if you have a clear, robust, accurate Google My Business profile, Google's going to reward you for that. And if it's got lots of reviews and stuff, of course, that's important too. So you should have a system for how you're getting new, fresh reviews, but building out with all of the services that you offer, uh, a detailed description of what those services are like, so that the keywords are in there, but not jammed in there so that you're trying to hack the system, but actually well-written so that people find it engaging and want to read it because Google's tracking all that stuff. That is- uh, and, and Jeff, I welcome your thoughts because uh, this is an area that you are clearly an expert in too. Did I, did I get it right? Do you think like uh, I, I wholeheartedly
0: agree dialing in your Google business nap, as we'd say, name, address, phone number, critically important. So when somebody takes action, they're actually getting to the right place. Uh, the only, the only thing that I'll push back on is nobody's going to Bing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just playing true. with you. So uh, I
1: th- th- if Google starts laying an egg every time though, right? Like how many, if Google keeps p- pointing people to crappy websites with bad information, eventually the product will be weakened and then they're going to find something else, right? So Google's going to be on high alert not to let that happen, right? So that's all. But well, yeah, they're
0: not going to be.
1: <laughs> you, you're
0: 100% correct. And and we speak about within the Smart Chiropractor about teaching and inviting consistently. How do you have marketing campaigns and content that proactively answer the questions people in your community are asking for exactly what yeah. you're saying when they go in and they're searching if they're hitting your website and you're answering the question clearly directly with a great user experience uh, powered by clinic sites. Now it's going to really favor, Google's going to favor you long-term. You're going to convert more patients and you're just going to do a better job teaching and inviting, educating, engaging with your community. John, we could go on and on for this. We could geek out for hours and hours, but I want to be respectful of your time. Before we close, where can docs learn more about you and or clinic sites?
1: Yeah, you can, uh, you know, why don't you try Googling, Google search of clinic sites to see if we're doing okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or you could just go quickly to clinicsites.c. Oh, clinic sites.co. We, we started this company with this specific domain two years ago. Clinic sites.com was taken. It became available, and I got outbid by at the last second by five minutes. Ugh. So I, I lost that bid by $5 and five minutes. Uh, I was ahead. I was like, we want it. We got clinic sites.com finally. And then no, now people think, are you guys like a Colombian company or something? <laughs> but no, clinic sites.co is where you'll find us. And uh and yeah, just reach out to me because I'm happy to have a conversation through, um, through social. I'm a member of, of your group, happy to contribute however I can and add value. Uh, but also uh, just J-O-N at clinicsites.co is my email address. So I'd love, I love chatting with chiropractors. Um, they're my people, and I'm happy to be a part of this community. And I got, I got brought in as a late addition, but I've uh, been happy to serve these last five years in this community. Uh, thank you. Uh, love your work. Thanks for sharing today. You gave a
0: bunch of practical information that docs out there not only need to know, but can act on. I love it. Thank you so much for taking some time and uh, I'll speak with you soon.
1: Yeah, Jeff, thanks for all your hard work serving the community as well. It's a privilege to get to spend time with you.
0: Thank you for listening to interviews by The Smart Chiropractor. Join us again next week for another episode and leave us a review when you have a moment. This episode has been brought to you by The Smart Chiropractor. The Smart Chiropractor can deliver more new patients, better retention, and more consistent reactivations to your practice without spending any money on paid advertising. Learn more and get started today at thesmartchiropractor.com.